0: This is Media Point, coming to you from Radio Campus, the emerging voice. Media Point is a program that highlights topical events during the week. It is a program that connects people, ideas, and places. Listen to Media Point, part of the part of the share your opinion, learn more, and make the difference. Media Point comes up every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. over Radio Campus.
1: You're tuned to Media Point on FM 90.0, and uh, like we announced you a while ago, we're having a special guest with us, the brain behind vote sizing. He was here with us last week, and he's here again with us today to talk about this new idea, which is uh, fast gaining grounds after a fast media campaign. Here, Wanfong Julius is here with us again to the studio, uh, in the studio of uh, Campus Radio, to talk about vote sizing and its relative aspects to the democratic process. In Cameroon and probably across Africa. Good afternoon, Julius, and welcome.
0: Good afternoon, Leo. thank you.
1: And of course, uh, we would have to take uh, for those who were not privileged to have uh, got you last week on uh, this issue of, of vote sizing. What is it all about?
0: Um, vote sizing simply means we have to size vote. And uh, why do we have to size vote? If I have to ask that question, now I would like us to take a closer look on what is going on in our society today. Now, I would like to ask you some questions, or to our listeners some questions. That why is it that most head of states around the world, most governors, most mayors, and most parliamentarians are all wealthy people, if not super wealthy guys? Is it fair that a few, that's the rich, control both economic and political power? That's another question. Now. What do you think will happen to our world in 20, 30, or 50 years to come if the gap or the disparity between the rich and the poor keeps on widening? People, you see, people should not ignore the, the, the power or the influence of money over decision-making or the influence of money over the poorer people. It is very, very disastrous. Take, for example, our current uh, democratic practice says that in order for democracy to prevail, in order for, for us to qualify democracy to be democracy, is by election, we should say that one person is equivalent to one vote. They do this ignorantly, forgetting that those guys who are in there, the wealthy guys, already have an influence over the poor. It can be compared to a situation where you set up a fighting stage, right? And uh, let me put it this way. Now, you set up a fighting stage. You, s- you put one person... Against fighting against a group of 100 people, maybe 100 plus. Now you arm this one person with a, a machine gun and the 100 people are not armed at all. You ask them to fight. What will you think will be the outcome?
1: Catastrophic.
0: That one person is going to win. That is simple. Although we have rich or wealthy people or wealthy people in their minority, there, there's, there's, it is clear and obvious that they will always Overrule the decisions of the poor in whatever election you you, you put forth. So, one, what? Let me come back to what what, one uh, vote sizing. Vote sizing simply says that in any democratic process, democracy we all know simply means the well-being of the people, the majority of course, not the minority. Because Aristotle says, a government that is made up of a fewer minority. The wealthy people is an an oligarchy, not a democracy. And a democracy only exists when those who are not well off, that's the poorer people, are in sovereign control of the government. But that's not the case in our world today. But can it be possible? That's why we have to put in vote sizing, except vote sizing is put in place, no matter what you preach. These things, what all the reforms that people carry around, can only be effective when vote sizing is in place. Explain
1: this to a layman. How do you think those who are not rich the poor how can they in what position can they be placed so that they become those who control those in power
0: we have to size vote now vote sizing says the more you earn or the more wealth you have the less the power of your vote and the poorer you are or the lesser you earn the more the power or the more your vote counts that is vote sizing and it it is very easy. People keep on asking, how can this be possible? They didn't ask uh, that question. How was it possible to bring forth mobile phones? How was it possible to make internet that you sit there and communicate with somebody in America? They didn't ask those those questions. But when you talk about vote sizing, because they are greedy, because they are afraid, they say no, it is impossible, how can you implement that? You can easily implement that just as uh, mobile phones were put in place. Can you explain what is behind uh, mobile phones? It is miraculous that also makes vote miraculous and it can happen
1: so th- tell the common man down there: how does he use his vote to control those who are more wealthy
0: good you see it is uh, in the interest of everybody both the rich and the poor if you want if we want to ensure the continuity of, of the, the human race we have to stop this one person one vote otherwise we are just ensuring an end to the human race because I, as I said last week, in America, I followed up a, a, a radio show between uh, one, uh, Don Brunel of one American radio station, between Steve Glickman. Steve Glickman actually is the founder of Sizing, He lives in Vancouver, Canada. Uh, in that chat, I learned that the disparity between the rich and the poor in America today is fast increasing. It's widely increasing. In America where we believe democracy is ideal democracy is, 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 is prevalent there no the practice behind democracy is the problem anyway America can be where it is today because if you look both sizing uh, amongst countries amongst the richer and the poorer countries you see that America is exploiting the poor countries or the poorer countries same as the rich people exploit the poor the the rich countries are in, are in their minority and they, they, they succeed in exploiting or dictated over the poorer major, majority countries of the so world. Our,
1: our bone of contention here now is how does the poor man use his singular vote his single vote mm-hmm. to control the economy which automatically we know is being managed by those who influence the economy through their money
0: yeah those who influence the economy through them through their money don't do it because they want to do it they do it because ignorantly one person one vote favors them that is the point So one person, one vote is already a corrupt practice, because it favors the rate, it is not fair. It's not a fair practice. Can you further break down the issue of one person, one vote? Good. Before breaking it down, I would uh, come down to vote sizing. We use computers, we have computers everywhere. People we have computer technicians, computer engineers, database engineers. You just, it suffices that you put a computer at the polling station. And you design a ballot, a ballot where uh, uh, people, people's income tax record are represented by, by barcodes. And these barcodes are read by special offline scanners attached to computers at polling stations. Now, when you check in that you're vo- voting for party A, and you file in your, 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 your ballot paper, it passes through that scanner. The scanner will now read that. This barcode shows that this guy is a rich or a poor guy. Depending on where you where you you, you you feed yourself. If you are a rich guy, then it will size your vote using special formulas. Since you vote for A How does the computer dictate whether you are wealthy or a rich guy? Reading reading the barcode found on your ballot paper.
1: But that will not depend until you have an account which
0: is electronically uh, uh coded. We have it. We, we can you do you know that we use uh, um, credit card in America?
1: But we are talking about Africa and Cameroon in particular.
0: But that is that that's that is that we know why we are not at that stage because the rich country uh, countries keep on exploiting us, but preventing vote, us from growing.
1: But vote sizing is a program which we intend putting into Cameroon, sure? Yeah, mm-hmm. where, 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 where we are less advanced like the developed
0: world, we are less advanced because the, the system is corrupt.
1: And, and 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 now, don't you think it is better for us to target corruption first before thinking of implementing you vote cannot,
0: You cannot target corruption when you don't target the base or the root cause of corruption. If and it's one person, one vote. That's where you should start tar- the targeting. If you don't change one person, one vote, which favours the rich, which is already which is unfair. And
1: one person, one vote can only be effective if only individuals are honest enough to declare how much they earn.
0: You don't need to be honest. You need to think about the long-term repercussion of what you're doing now. Do you love your kids? Do you think you want your, your children to have a better future, a better world?
1: Don't you think vote sizing should have a change of mentality as well from the government? Sure, off?
0: sure. You see, vote, vote sizing becomes very effective. When people know that, when people believe that, that their vote can actually have an impact, that, that their vote will really count. That is when vote sizing is very effective. Just
1: to digress a bit before we come back to vote sizing, yes. you're talking about when people really think that their votes have an impact on changing certain things on the long run. Mm-hmm. When you look at the interests of those, we have legislative and uh, and municipal elections coming up now. When you look at the rate at which those who are purporting to go in now to register they turnout, out the registration was very lukewarm
0: yeah yeah it comes back to the problem people know that their vote will never count because before any election the results are already there the, res- the results are already made out by those having the monies okay
1: let us be more practical let us take vote sizing to the man in aquaia yes. To the man in Frukankan, let mm. us take it to the grassroots level. Yes, it's you. It is a grassroots level. I want from, I, I won't from Julius. Mm. You have to take vote sizing to the grassroots, to the peripheries of the country. Yeah. Now, how do you launch the campaign program for vote sizing?
0: How do I implement vote sizing? Yeah. Now, vote sizing is an is a political ideology. In order to implement it, you need a political a political tool, and that tool must be a political party and the because which
1: implies of, our phone uh, julius must have a political party before
0: Sh- our phone julius, julius is coming up with a political party which he calls the fair choice party it's not yet legalized i'm still building it up if you go to my website you'll find it the fair choice party once put in place will call the attention of of the people that see we are trying to change one person one vote to to, to, to vote sizing
1: okay our phone julius has taken the you call the party
0: yeah it to be party it will be party it yeah, be party, yeah? yeah. Mm-hmm. you take it down to the man in furawa yeah what is your message i will tell him that see you have to, anyway see you don't need to people in the grassroots know their problem you understand they know what the, their problem is you don't don't tell don't because people tend to believe that uh, poor people are poor because they cannot identify their problem they know my question to them is uh, is that who knows best that his stomach needs food? Is the guy who's already eaten or the hungry guy? Who knows best how to preserve the forest? Is the guy living in the forest who feeds on the forest, or the business guy who only cares about money, money making? Who only comes to to cut down trees or to fell down trees and make uh, and go go hunt for his money. That again seems best?
1: not to have targeted the question, Julius. Yes. Now you are coming down. You want to implement a system of. Of vote sizing through your free choice party of fair choice fair party. choice party beg your pardon fair choice party now you come down and uh, you, you're telling them elections are coming up be it presidential council or uh, or parliamentary mm-hmm. now what system of voting do you think you'll no, 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 get
0: your point no for now see anything that you do must be constitutional vote sizing is not yet constitutional so we will normally go through our one, one person one vote We have to conscientize people the 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 more as we can. We'll have to target. If you
1: conscientize them when it is not legally binding, Mm. do you think it will be implemented?
0: No, it is my it is my it is a principle of my own political party of our political party, which has
1: to be constitutionally binding before it's implemented.
0: Constitutional to the party, not it is not it has it has got no influence over government. Now, by the time we get the majority into parliament. Then we have to vote out and change that law. Then it becomes constitutional, constitutional in government.
1: And what if you bring up the vote sizing method, which might be anti-constitutional to the norms that will be governing the general elections?
0: What is what? Uh, what do you say when you use the word anti-constitutional? Co- the constitution of a party is different from the constitution of a government. I have my politi- a political ideology is not yet a constitution. It becomes a constitution when majority of people vote it in. That's where it becomes a constitution, if I'm, if I'm right, I don't know if I'm Okay, right.
1: Julius, uh, some people think that vote sizing is undemocratic.
0: What is democracy? Democracy simply means the well-being of the people, the well-being of the majority of the people. That is democracy. Now, ask yourself, uh, is the majority of the people well off? Are we saying that we have more richer people in the world today than poorer people? Are we saying that there's even an increase in the number of, uh, of rich people in the world or, or a decrease? Are we saying that the gap between the rich and the poor is reducing or increasing? Then there's no democracy. The current world practices are all undemocratic.
1: Some people equally think that vote sizing is out to punish wealthy people.
0: No, it is not punishment. You see, vote sizing doesn't look at the immediate effect. It looks at the long-term effect. The long-term repercussion. I keep on saying that. Rich people are not punished. We are not saying that we're going to take the money from the rich. We are simply simply telling you that you cannot be controlling economy and at the same time controlling government. It will not work. It is not. It is not working. It is deteriorating. It is killing our society. So you shouldn't be. Contro- you shouldn't be running business and at the same time trying to run to run government. You will not. You will not even have the time for that, because what you have in your head is money. I want to make money. I want to make money. Do you think you have time to sit down and reflect over? those who don't go to school, or about parents who are un- unable to pay their medical fees for, the, for their children, about parents who are, who are unable to pay the educational fee for, for their children, about parents who are, who are unable to stay in good houses to ameliorate the squalors in which they live. Rich people don't have that time.
1: Some hold the opinion that the rich and the middle class of persons